Connecting, please wait. Well, that's a good Recording. sign. <laughs> well, that's a good sign. All right. Welcome to the Deep Dark Truth. I'm Mo. I'm Chip. And I'm Mikey. And we are live on Give Vocals today for a special react episode where we're going to be reacting to different conspiracy theories and true crime theories and all sorts of things. And people will be filtering in and telling us their theories shortly. But first, we're going to go ahead and go through some that were sent into the tip line and to our email and from our patrons. Because they're our favorites. So they get to go first. We are also joined today by Ian from Frost, a Canadian true crime podcast. That's what it's called, right? True crime. (laughs) It's actually called Frost the Canadian, uh, a Canadian uh, cold case podcast. Damn it. Cold case podcast. I was was so close. (laughs) But whenever I see him, I can only see Frost, a Canadian. And so (laughs) I'm like, he is a Canadian. That's true. Here for Canadian. (laughs) Are you sure? (laughs) Yes. So if you hear another voice or you see another face, it's Ian. All right. So this one comes to us via email from Lux. And it starts as follows. <laughs> Let me tell you about Silver Pylon and Kimlidge. In Stockholm, all the trains are painted green except for one, Silver Pylon, the Silver Arrow. It is an eight-car train that was built in the 1960s as a test unit, but only one was ever made. They primarily used it as a backup train, so you never knew where or when it would show up. More mysteriously, it is rumored to have been sighted running empty after midnight or lurking at abandoned stations. They say this midnight train doesn't stop, but if it does and someone gets on, that person won't be seen for days, months, or perhaps ever again. Those lucky ride on don't realize they've lost And I think she froze. Yes. Mo, you cut out. Damn it. Hello. Mo, come back. I must know about the ghost train. She just took a trip on it. (laughs) (laughs) We need to rewind. And that's where where I went. So those lucky few who do return from their ride on Silver Pylon don't realize that they've lost time or have any memories from when they were gone. But every train needs a station, and for Silver Pylon, that is Kimlinch, a ghost station on which construction has started and was abandoned in the 1970s. Locals say that only the dead get off at Kimlinch. Is Kimlinch a gateway to the other side? Are the writers of the Midnight Silver Pylon dropped off in the land of the dead? I mean... So this is like it, the Lotus concept from P- Percy Jackson, where they just like lose track of time. Do you know how long it's been since I read a Percy Jackson book? Well, I'm sorry. Um, it's in the movie as well. Um, but anywho. I feel like people do not. Actually, actually I the thought movie. the movie was actually pretty good. It wasn't terrible. I like the first one and the only one that I saw. Welcome to the deep dark truth about. I'm really good at getting off on side subjects. It wasn't as bad as Aragon or Avatar. Okay, Aragon was okay. horrible. We can never stay on task. 
<laughs> Has there ever been a single time that we have stayed mm. on task? We have taken the ghost train to books to movies town. So is this like a conspiracy? Like we think it's real and that people, when they disappear, they're actually disappearing to Kim Lynch. Was that what it was called? It was something like that. We butcher I mean, everything. I am so the... sorry. It's no, German. no. It said yeah. that it was Swedish. Didn't it? Oh, I thought the train you said in Germany. All the... Did I say I that? Guess I wasn't paying enough attention. I could have swore. Has have see has people seen this silver train trolley? Oh, well, Stockholm, like it was real at one point. So Sweden, and, okay. who just put us on their podcast charts, and we cannot. Oh, Americans! So Americans sorry. are the worst. Sorry. I mean, I I don't think I'm going for it. I want to visit it. I want to. Period. I'm getting in. I'm going into the ghost train, sleeping overnight, waiting for the trolley to pull up. Right now. I mean, if it's it's because the people who come back they don't have memories. Why was they taken to death and now, but they're back? You you were rejected from death. I'm. It's an interesting it's a, concept. It it it's it's interesting. Um... But here's the question. Is the entire train silver or is it just the cars? I don't I mean, know. That's the, that's the big question. <laughs> I don't know. The rest of it is invisible. Because <laughs> I, 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 I just looked it up. Does this abandoned train station exist? Uh, let me have a look here. I feel like... I, that's what that I'm thinking, too. Because that's probably got to be right. the basis of where it all came from, Correct. I well, mean, the, yeah, it says that the train itself is real. It was an eight-car train that was built in the 1960s, but it right. was supposed to be a test unit, so it was the only one that was ever made. And they only used it when they actually needed it because they were out of, you know, needed it. To yeah, use they it. used it as a backup train, basically. Gotcha. Yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's, a real, it's a real train. Like, there is... Right. A, it, it, I'm looking at a picture of it, actually. Nice. <laughs> uh as for the station, yeah, I'm thinking that that part of this came because the train was so sporadic since it was a backup train. And so it was like, it's a ghost train. You never know when it's going to appear. And then that snowballed into eventually like people that get on the train never leave. I feel like this conspiracy could be easily proven or disproven. Uh, we just need to talk to somebody that's been on the train, right? That's, right. that's it. And, but, but we have to track down the train. It's rarely seen, and the people who get well, on it see, that's what again. Patreon needs to do. Uh, Patreon, uh, the, the Patreon, uh, the Patreon people need to put in enough money that sends all four of us to Sweden. <laughs> And uh, from our various uh, points, and uh, we go and we go find this uh, this uh, this train. Uh, I mean, <laughs> our patrons are very good to us, but there's not that there's good. Only, they are also us. <laughs> there's only one problem. They're just like us. 
the Canadian can go to Sweden, but we can't. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we can't oh, even God. go yeah. there. What's going to be Arizona? <laughs> Arizona bite. <laughs> <laughs> we have a small chance, but like, ew. Uh, but yes, the uh, Kimlinge Metro Station, or what was left of it, does exist. It does exist. It looked like it actually got somewhat reasonably well built up. So, so yeah, it seems like Kimlidge is actually like a, a recreational park and nature preserve, and this was their station. We're gonna have a station at our park, obviously, and then they just didn't. So oh. now it's ghost death. So could we call there? <laughs> like, is it active operating or no? no. No, no, because we don't. Then I guess we have to raise money and go there ourselves. The station looks like it was about 60% finished. Yeah. Uh, So the, the kernel of truth to this is the train exists and the station exists. And ghosts exist. And ghosts probably exist. They exist enough for ghost sex, which we have learned in a previous episode. <laughs> Truth. If you don't know uh, about ghost sex, visit our Valentine's Day episode and just be delighted, is what we it's say. It's fun. <laughs> it's titillated, really. Just fantastic. Yeah. So I like the idea. I don't believe it. But we're not raising money to go there. Listen, if we're raising money to go somewhere, we're going to (laughs) raise money to go to Hawaii. And I'm not sure what we're going to do there, but we will find something. A haunted doll plantation is what we will find. Like, I can, I'll find something, okay? We can find the cryptids, which are wild, well, feral kangaroos. In, 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 in Hawaii, there's that, yeah, it, 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 it doesn't exist. Yep. They escaped yeah, from a zoo and just, uh, just came there. back from Hawaii. Living their lives. That that's a real thing. Uh, right before that's the COVID. That's scary. Stuck. That's amazing. What are you talking How many? about? Uh, it was like eight that escaped, and now they don't know because they're just <gasps> in the woods. Interesting. Did you go visit them? No, someone. I think it was okay. on a boat tour. He mentioned it. Okay, do, do, you do realize that there is a uh, there's a species of wallaby that's in Hawaii, right? That you know it's... could be mistaken for kangaroos. Yeah. I no, mean... they escaped a zoo. They weren't like native to it. They escaped a zoo. Yeah, but wallabies, and if you look at a wallaby and you look at a kangaroo. Now I have to cite my sources. Hold yeah, on. but like I mean, a wallaby and kangaroo are noticeably different. I would, but even if it's wallabies, it's still amazing. But if, well, you, you you say that, but wallaby there is a native species of wallaby to uh, Hawaii. It's called the yeah. uh, It's called the but it's uh, tiny brush-tailed rock wallaby. But it's tiny. It's like not longer than two feet. It's not native there. It has established itself there. Yeah. And I mean, it was the, the, in the, the, Oahu Zoo. Um, now, feral kangaroo cousins escape Oahu Zoo. Hawaii answers. 
So this is the headline. Is yeah, this saying. is. Okay. Yeah, I was wrong. It was wallabies, not kangaroos. <laughs> but they're also but not the kind of wallaby that's so made they are not... in Hawaii. They're a gotcha. kind of wallaby. No, so I we're gonna have there, there wallaby. There is actually a native species. I was gonna say, uh, but there was a thing that I read about Hawaiian wallabies that it's have a different Hawaiian name, though. Yeah, it's uh, the uh, brush-tailed rock wallaby is a native species to Hawaii. So we're gonna get a hybrid. Probably. That's probably what. Uh, that's probably what's <laughs> exploded any kind of a uh, any kind of a population with. And they... then it becomes a cryptid. And it becomes a cryptid. <laughs> Unfortunately, we won't be covering that because we're only covering next week or in two weeks international cryptid from countries that we have charted in and we have never charted. In Just 13 other ones. So it's fine. Got to start somewhere. That's right. You going to talk somewhere. about the you going to talk about the yoga pogo? Uh, no, we what? did New Zealand, Estonia, Peru, New Costa Zealand, Rica. Costa Rica, um, you've listed New Zealand twice, Finland, Finland, did we Finland, do Finland, Costa Rica, Peru, kind of surprised you hey, haven't uh, talked about the Canadian cryptids, we have not yet, well, get us to charge, this we'll is where, <laughs> This is where our Patreon money is going. So, I mean, obviously, you guys would have to talk about the Canadian house hippo. We could do a Canadian episode. Uh, what I think that hippo? would be cool. Canadian house hippo. We will. We're going to circle back to that, Ian. I want you to hold on to that for a second. <laughs> let's, yeah. Let's, let's put, put a pin in, in that. that. And let's read another tip from the tip line. This okay. isn't so much crazy or convoluted as a conspiracy theory per se, but what about the end game to the government going public lately with the UFO phenomena? I know the whole hoax alien invasion theory has been thrown floated around a lot, but what if it is something else like a race to disclosure, much like the space race? That's interesting. Yeah. I find it really bizarre that the government now has that the government has been tight-lipped about UFOs since the 50s, and now all of a sudden you have military, politicians, reputable astrophysicists basically coming out of the woodwork, disclosing what used to be classified information. I wish that there are more discussions here about that. I only know that the government is corrupt. The sub is saturated with these of posts because that is from a conversation that I had on Reddit and asked if I could use it for the podcast. From between me and H. Hanzo. Now, I was just talking, like, in relation to this, before this conversation, talking about how there was a lot of things disclosed that people didn't realize were disclosed, right? We did that whole episode on Project Blue Book, episode eight, probably, I think. Mm -hmm. And yep. a lot of things have been disclosed over the years about Blue Book and Project Sign and other projects and then they de they declassified the program. Oh, I don't remember what that one was called. The one that they started in like 2012 or that ran until 2012 during the like Obama years. Uh, and how right. uh, the To the Stars Academy 
Blink 182's Academy oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was <laughs> was like involved with so that. Weird. It is so Tom Delange, that's it's his bizarre. name. It took me a second it's to get so there. Bizarre. I just called the Blink 182 Academy. And so it so is really weird. interesting that all of a sudden there's in addition to those, these videos are floating around. And you almost have to wonder if the dis that the actual conspiracy is when they choose to disclose the UFOs. So it's like, don't pay attention to that thing over there that's happening. COVID, like impeachment, this thing, that thing, the other thing. Instead, pay attention to aliens. Aliens. And also... And Blink-182. Blink-182. I lived permanently in 2005, so I'm thriving, but... <laughs> You too. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to Yellow Card right before I came down here. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> See, the, the the thing is, it people think that things about the UFOs have been all of a sudden just been being released recently, but it hasn't really. No. Like Operation Blue Book is, is, is right. a, or uh, I mean, Project Blue Book is a great example of how over the last, since the 1980s, I want to say, the government has been slowly leaking little bits here and there of their, of their investigation into, into, uh, into UFOs. Canada hasn't really, and we've had a couple really high-profile uh, uh, UFO sightings, uh, including one in uh, Nova Scotia. Um, arguably even a bigger, uh, even a bigger case than uh, uh, Roswell was. Um, would only no. Uh, <laughs> well, see, here, here, here's the, here's the, here's the thing about the, uh, one second, let me have a look here. Uh, just got to look up the case. I forget the name. Okay, so this is what's called, this was a incident uh, in 1967 uh, called the Shag Harbor incident in Nova Scotia, Canada, in the Maritimes. Now, this is a UFO that actually crashed uh, into the waters uh, on, I believe it was the inside of the peninsula of Nova Scotia. So not the outer uh, Atlantic side, but the inner side uh, going towards mainland Canada. And here's the thing. Uh, in Roswell, there was what what was it maybe one or two witnesses at most and a supposed crashed ufo supposedly uh but only maybe one or two actually saw it go down yeah i mean there's a couple yeah. there's i think three different scientists that say that they worked there after the crash but i think there was only like two witnesses to the crash yeah right. the Right, there was like one right. farmer. The, sh and one the, the Shag Harbor stuff. incident supposedly actually has a photograph of the of the incident and something like what was it like eighteen witnesses? Wow, that is uh, a lot of witnesses. 
talking about this photo. There's a photo oh, of Nessa, too. <laughs> well, see, here's... Here, here, Don't get chip started on the photoshopping. Here, here's the thing, though. The photograph that supposedly exists doesn't actually show much more than a light. But the thing is, it was a rapid-fire uh, camera set up to take a picture of a series of, like, over a period of time... So it was not there intentionally. So it was a piece of a multitude of photos that just shows something that doesn't belong at the same time frame of it happening. Right. I can't remember what what the actual photographic terminology is, but it's when a camera is taking like uh, 150 pictures in a set amount of time. Time lapse? But... But, uh, and then the other thing is, there's a bunch of witnesses to it taking back off from the water. Interesting. Yeah, I would say that, I would say Roswell is really not the most, I would say it's the most U.S. alien related, Mm -hmm. either landing or crashing or whatever, but I would also say it's not. It's not it's well documented. It's not the most reputable of all of them, right? <clears throat> um, and that there were ones that had more witnesses. But it's it's kind of interesting because when they just declassified a couple of different things a couple weeks ago, and I only vaguely I haven't like got into it because I haven't had time. I only vaguely got a taste for it but some of the things that have been declassified about having physical alien crash are not things Mm -hmm. that have ever been declassified before and some people were saying that they think that it backs up i'm trying to remember his name robert lazarus his accounts of working at area 51 that and him basically right. being erased from existence and a lot of people say okay well not necessarily like how a like exactly like a spook would be like somebody in the CIA right. but without being part of the CIA and people think that the right. only way that that could happen is if his accounts actually had any amount of validity to them that the government or anyone would care to erase his identity and I've been a big detractor from him, like, since I was probably, like, 18. Like, I first heard about him. I was like, this is, this is like, amazing, blah, blah, blah. And then as I got older, I was like, no, like, I, I don't believe him. And it wasn't until he, like, completely evaded the spotlight and didn't want anything to do with it and didn't want people asking him anything. And the idea that he had been, his identity had basically been erased, but people that he went to school with at like MIT, et cetera, they remember him from school. Mm-hmm. So he had to have went there. Like somebody remembers him. Right. And like this new information, it's interesting to think how many conspiracies are still active. 
Well, yeah. another another thing about Area 51, or uh, not Area 51, but the Roswell crash, it's not so much that it's the most, uh, well, it, the reason that it's the most famous, it's not because it's uh, had the most witnesses or has any kind of actual physical proof. Uh, it's the fact that, kind of like how Jack the Ripper is famous for being the serial killer, it's not because he had the most kills or the most victims. It's because he was he wasn't first, but he was first. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely like the most notorious of the period. And also anything like and yeah, shocking. a lot of these in and of itself. The murders were shocking and completely different than murders before. But I mean with the with the Roswell, it was the first time that there was a reported crash of in, a mili- of, in a military and from a military official yeah well i i think it was the first officially reported crash of ufo right. period <laughs> i think i don't i don't think it's the first officially reported i think it was the first one that was on it has happened fair enough i hadn't heard of one before that so, no, I think you froze. Yeah, just heads up. That was on is if it may have happened. So instead of just like a farmer sees something, right? Indeed. Yes. Yeah, I get what you're saying, Mo. <laughs> It's not what she's saying. It's, that is the most it, profound it's thing not what she's saying. Said. It's what she's not saying. Right. <laughs> I think I <laughs> I think it was the first time that like she said like there was a farmer but also a military official. So it was like it seemed legit in the American citizen eyes or the people reporting it that the newspapers actually like said maybe UFO as opposed to obviously not UFO. Right, exactly. So it was the first time it like changed its kind of opinion in a sense. Yeah, but if you you realize that if they had come out right off the bat and said it was a weather balloon, most people would have probably said, yeah, it's a weather balloon. Because right. uh, because it's because they changed their mind that it's it's even lasted yeah. this long. Had they been like, oh, it was just a crashed weather balloon. Uh, I think the story would have died after maybe three years, maybe four years. Probably wouldn't have even right. There would still be diehards even now, but it's you know it would be a the, 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 the absolute right. major like the majority. It would be absolute crazy talk now, and uh, the I think the 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 main the main line conspiracy of it probably wouldn't have even survived into the fifties. It, it, it would have died relatively quickly because, well, probably wouldn't have even uh, it, people probably wouldn't have even remembered it into the sixties if it wasn't for the military guy going, "Hey, it was a UFO." Probably UFO. I don't know. By the time yeah. the by the time the seventies came around. It would have been, oh, Grandpa and his wild stories. <laughs> See, no, you're back. I mean, I don't know. It, it became such a catchy, like, I don't know, topic and subject of debate. Even, like, just word of mouth, I feel like. I don't know if it would have ended like that. I mean, you could be right, but I don't know. It was such a strong movement at that time. 
for those. Yes, I know. I I, I know. The, I I know you're really into the disco movement, but I really think it died. Uh, oh, hey, hey, Mo's back. Uh, we we moved on from UFOs to the disco movement. I don't care what disco does, but can we bring up Motown, please? <laughs> can we bring that back? We moved on from the uh, from the UFOs to that. disco. That movement, happens. So. That. On brand, really. <laughs> uh, no, I was saying that it, I don't think it was the first uh, UFO sighting or even necessarily documented sighting. I think it was the first sighting that was taken seriously to where it was reported on as if it may be true or it may be a conspiracy mm-hmm. or it may have something to do with the government. And part of that is before it was like a folk tale. Grandpa saw something floating in the sky. What is it? And it wasn't a huge deal. Oh. Whereas during the Cold War, it was like, what is it? And I'm, then somehow it, it went from, is it a missile to, is it aliens? I'm not saying it was the first sighting. I'm saying it was the first reported upon crash. Oh, it might be the first recorded crash. But I don't think yeah. it was... Because Is your what? finger on the mic, Mo? Is your finger covering a microphone? But I have this one. You're just... Ah, is this good? There you go. <laughs> Yep, that's fantastic. Because um, during World War II, they had a yeah. There, there it is. Um, so during World War II, there was plenty of reports of UFOs by pilots of uh, fighter craft, and they were called okay. the Foo Fighters, which may mm-hmm. or may not have been uh, the uh, the. The, the where the Foo Fighters got their fantastic. bad name. Fantastic. Are we going full circle with I this love whole thing? This. Like Blink One Eighty Two Foo Fighters? No, I, I mean literally. That's what the uh, that's what World War Two pilots called them. It's fantastic. I love it. They were huge fans of World War II. There has to be a simple plan in there. Just you know, a simple plan. There, there's all. even a, there's even that's actually an. Ex- it was a very There's actually an existing plan. picture of a Foo Fighter. Interesting. I also uh, had one. It's Dave No. Uh, I believe the picture is of a Hellcat with two Foo Fighters just forward of it. Well. Uh, huh. Do we mean an airplane hellcat or a literal from hellcat no a hellcat uh, hell, a hellcat, a hell, oh, no a hellcat uh, air, uh warplane uh world war ii air, oh not the no. automobile a uh, little remembered oh. cartoon character by the name is smoky staver used to repair or declare where there's foo there's fire so when enigmatic aerial phenomena kept uh, pace with airplanes and ships in both european and pacific theaters during world war ii someone called them foo fighters the name stuck. Nobody knew for sure what the Foo Fighters were, but it usually was assumed that uh, the other side, either allies or Axis powers, had developed a secret weapon. After the war's conclusion, it soon became clear that this was not the explanation. With the arrival of flying saucers in the summer of 1947, memories of Foo Fighters were revived. Hmm. When you went to go say where hmm. there's foo, I thought you were going to say where there's foo, there's fighters. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> what? All right. Yeah. 
I, I've known you too long, Mo. I knew exactly what you were doing. Anyways, and that's why I was laughing my Ian, ass off. Why don't Why don't you tell us your true crime theory? <laughs> okay, so a lot of people over the years have talked about. Uh, in, in fact, there's a whole movement called Ripperologists uh, who have talked about who Jack the Ripper uh, was. Now, I don't have a person. I have what I believe was Jack the Ripper's uh, job. I believe he was a police officer at the time. Now, I have this a uh, Donald Rumblow, and he was describing the first uh, murder, and there was a police constable that he mentions. I won't mention the name. Uh that described that when the first victim of Jack the Ripper was found by a couple of <clears throat> a couple of individuals, they had soon afterwards left to find a police officer. And the constable said that he had missed seeing them by a matter of minutes. Nearly a half an hour had passed since he, he had last walked through Buck's Row. Uh, although his beat was a short one and could be covered... At a, at a brisk walk in 12 minutes, which, which covered that area. So there's some missing time there, and police officer running through there would not be an unusual thing. Now, this on its own is not really much of anything. However, when you look at other victims of the Canical Five, you see that one of the other victims, I believe it was victim number two, was actually a police witness to another one of the mechanical murders. So there's another connection to the police. Hmm. Now, again, either the third or the fourth victim had just left a police station 10 or 15 minutes before she was murdered. Yeah. Now, Interesting. Now, each and every single individual one of these can be written off as coincidence. But all together. Right, but collectively. collectively but when you yeah. put them together... Who's frozen now? <laughs> Who's frozen now, Ian? Yeah, I'm going to have to subscribe to this, to this theory. And there's... Yeah, I'm intrigued. Are you? Oh. I'm very intrigued by this. I think he's just uh, giving it a refresh. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to subscribe to this, and there's a couple reasons, but one of them is something that we were talking about on a different Get Vocal a couple days ago, and that's about the Golden State Killer. So the <laughs> Golden State Killer was found finally using genealogy, I believe, like just. You know, don't commit crimes because ancestry has your DNA. And he, it turns out that he was a police officer. And the kinds of things that he had to do, like, and how far he went, how much time he spent stalking and doing all these things, the fact that he was able to have a full time job is, was baffling to profilers. But you're a police officer, you're almost above suspicion, right? You can 
you can yeah well and not you have only the time do you have the time when you're not on patrol but also if you're being followed by a police officer you're not unless you're walking and they're driving behind you creeping down the road you're not going to think anything of it if if a police yeah. o- police officer is parked at a park if they're parked on your street outside your house if they're parked in any public place you're going to think oh they're taking a break or they're waiting for a call to come in or a call just came in yeah. and they're doing paperwork you're not you're not going to get that feeling that instinct even if it's you notice it's the same cop over and over again you're going to be like oh this is their area that they uh, or you're going to be like oh this is the shit or, he normally right. does oh. right or he thinks I'm cute. <laughs> no. No. Oh, no. It's cruising is a thing. But Police cruising. But, but here's, the, here's the other thing that you guys are kind of overlooking as well. Um, training and knowledge of other police officers' yeah. routes and time frames and such like that. He would know, he would know these things mm-hmm. and he'd know how to avoid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I absolutely, the 100%. But what Mo says, like, I think that's the biggest advantage if you're going to be, if you were a murderer, to, is the inconspicuousness yeah. of being a police officer. And I mean, back. Your ad, Aubrey, and it's going in tomorrow's episode. So, we are currently talking about conspiracies uh, and true crime theories. And we're currently talking about Jack the Ripper and how Ian that he may have been a police officer. Am I frozen again, or did we just go? <laughs> uh, your uh, your overlay is uh, kicked in. I'm gonna take a picture of this screenshot because it looks like. Never mind. I'll send it to you later. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh my God! I can't wait. That's just that's just what I want to hear. Um, <laughs> yeah. So saying that you think I was overlooking uh, Ian, I was distracted. No, your overlay, uh, the deep dark truth, is uh, showing, not you. Oh, what's it doing? See, I see Mo I see right now, now, but earlier I saw Mikey's and Mo's overlays instead of them, and no one seemed to notice. So I, I saw d- that for you. I just pretended it didn't happen. Well, it might, I've only I seen that for you and nobody else. Interesting. Or whatnot. Mm. Yeah, um, I, I don't see, I don't nice. see Mo. Yeah, currently I see overlay. Yeah. I, I see Mo. Side side, so maybe that's I see you just fine. The real conspiracy were the cameras we used along the way. We want we want to see Mo Mo. Right. Uh, I know it. <laughs> they always tell me that. Hey, Ian, did you? Did you <laughs> how do I kick? Someone? Ian, at, at what point? Uh, Ian, at what point did you like kind of piece this together or subscribe to this, or did well, you read this somewhere, or did someone well, tell I, you about it? Well, I read it? the. Uh, I read the book, or I've I've read a portion of the book, Uh, and they just Uh started, and they just mentioned about these particular connections. I had already known that one of the victims had just left a police station after getting arrested for drunken, basically drunken disorderly, 
or drunk in public or something like that right. uh, and brought to the police station uh, hours beforehand and had been released, I think, somewhere between 1 and 2 a.m. And then was either found or was thought to be murdered about 10, 15 minutes later. And then I read that about the uh, patrol uh, being such a short patrol and uh, that that time frame that was strange to me with no other with no other context right. uh, that would slow them down uh, to that degree, uh, and then the uh, the other uh, victim being a witness kind of just started adding things together and just kind of like yeah. that's that's yeah. a weird coincidence a series of coincidences. If you mm-hmm. if you told me there's that many coincidences amongst like 22 victims, I'd be like, yeah, okay, that's just that's just that that's just coincidence. But but amongst just five, right. uh, it's like, yeah, anything more than two, anything really more than one, when size is that small, and you're talking serial yeah. killers, has to be yeah. it. It it can't be a coincidence. I mean, maybe it has nothing to do with a police officer, but it could have been somebody that worked at the station, whatever. Um, yeah. Or a relative, maybe, of the police officer. Or, yeah, husband. Or, yeah, it's husband still, or I think, yeah, like sure. someone who knows that that guy is really lazy with his route and he's going to take 20 minutes for mm-hmm. a smoke break or something. Just a, just a series of coincidences that might line up. And, and, that, and that, that's my theory. I mean, it's not the craziest Jack the Ripper th- uh, theory. <laughs> Chill the Ripper. Um, <laughs> I think everybody has heard of the, uh, the, 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 the theory that Jack the Ripper wasn't Jack the Ripper, it was Chill the Ripper. Yes, I have heard that. I've yeah. heard H.H. Holmes. I've also heard, I've probably heard different Jack the Ripper theories. But no. I think this one is and, the one. And which one do you I subscribe to the most? The one that I subscribe to the most. I taken in by the H.H. H. Holmes. But I feel like uh, that's more of like a history channel. I'm going to watch this thing about how the Mayan calendar is going to be the end of the world thing. Like, I just like in it for a short time while I watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the what is the, what is the H Holmes theory? Sorry uh, for being uh, ignorant. Basically, H H Holmes was Jack the Ripper, and he went to Chicago, and then he. Oh, we've, we've talked about this. Okay, gotcha. Casually mentioned it, but we've never like talked talked it. But I mean. Right. His family kind of believes it. The last I knew that they were digging up part of the property, and then I don't think they found anything, so I don't think the show got renewed, because they had a show on, like, the History Channel, and I think they didn't find anything in History Channel. It's like, we can't well, do anything like this. We just left. Well, the, 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 the more interesting theories that I've heard was a uh, fellow out of Australia by the name of Deeming, Frederick Deeming, who knew Scotland Yard actually had his death mask on display as the death mask of Jack the Ripper for a period of time. Kind of quality that would happen. Like, it's like King Arthur's tomb. 
not there. Mm-hmm. Church wanted people to come to church. Like, definitely not there. But I mean, there's... <laughs> There was also the Canadian that, uh, when he was executed, uh, said he was Jack, uh, which is a little more believable because Deeming's victims, I believe, were uh, family members, I think, and some other ones, odds and ends. But uh, Dr. Cream, who was the uh, the, uh, killer that was executed, that had connections with Canada... Uh, actually targeted prostitutes. So there's actually a similarity there. One day, Ian, me and you are going to talk Paul and Carla, okay? One day. Paul and (laughs) Carla. I'm actually living about 10 blocks away from uh, from Kingston, Penn. It is not common. It is not a common fashion here. I feel like I feel like the U.S get fascinated with like Manson or Bundy or whatever um, but a million years ago I watched the movie and I didn't know anything about them and I watched the movie and then later weirdly um, Misha Collins who played Paul ended up on Supernatural and he was like don't watch it never watch it it was horrible, and it was like I already watched it. <laughs> and uh, here, here's here's the interesting thing: Did you watch the Law and Order episode that's based after Paul and Carla? I don't know if I knew every Law and episode, <laughs> Law and Order episode I've ever seen. <laughs> all day talking about just the list of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's actually a Law and Order episode that was based after Paul and Carla or aka the Canon Barbie Killers. uh Killers. I feel like I need a Law and Order podcast in my life. We need to find one. I know there <laughs> has to be one. There's one for everything. <laughs> one, I might one. Well there's only like fifty there's only like fifty plus seasons of Law and Order. It's not like you're you're not lacking for yeah, content I think... for like material to work with, that's for sure. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Scene by scene, oh. each scene gets an episode. <laughs> yeah. No, not episode. Scene. Well, order of order. I'm Mo, and this is episode six hundred and fifty. <laughs> this is episode six hundred and fifty, and we're just entering Law and Order episode oh, no. two. <laughs> Above. <laughs> Yeah, there's a big one, guys. Yeah, episode three. We're talk Paul and Carla. I want to talk about it with the Canadian. Sounds good. Because I feel like, I feel like it's it, legitimately. I feel like it's the kind of notorious in Canada, like how Charles Manson is here, that everybody knows. He knows a certain degree oh. about it. That it's in a there's a know about it. There, there's a far bigger serial killer out of Canada than uh, than Paul and Carla. Far, far, far bigger. About the tra- yeah, yeah. what? The no. What are you about? Look up the pi- look up the pig farmer Robert Picton. I can I've already guess that, that of... he had his Carla. pigs eat people because that's what happened. Yeah, and he's uh, believed to have. Uh, between a single 50, person with pay. 50 and 100. Not one. 
50 to what? 100 justice for pigs 50 to 100 victims wow uh north america's third uh third worst well tied for was it third or second uh it, it top three worst serial killers in north america hmm well if he found them to pigs he's my favorite <laughs> wanted to a woman I mean, 50 and you Dang. have to do even when serial killers like like to boast about who they've killed usually people have killed right or they keep a few in reserve as to hope that one day they'll be able to use information to buy them something while they serve out life but like i want to get into yeah, can't, a room can't. So I'm. I'll tell you where this one girl's body is that I never told you that I killed before because I want to be moved. Yeah, that's why they say there's between forty nine and a hundred victims. Yeah, interesting. Uh, the only ones that uh, beat him is Samuel Little out of the states. And I think he ties with, uh, he might tie with Ted Bundy, but I'm not sure. Yeah, it's really funny. Short little. I don't think Ted Bundy's that high, is it? Says that he he was sloppy. (laughs) (laughs) But really, well, the the, overconfidence of after killing the amount of (laughs) overconfidence that you must get. Oh sure, totally. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I I love that. I looked up on Wikipedia. Uh, a list of rampage killers, and uh, the little line about the information on this page might not be complete. I I I I just think it's hilarious that they put the wording this way. Uh, this way. Uh, list of uh, rampage killers. This list is incomplete. You can help by expanding it. <laughs> <laughs> Just the, the word, word, the wording. Uh, poor wording, for sure. <laughs> Very poor. <laughs> I knew a little bit about oh my God. Robert Picton before, and I just, and I've heard about the pig farmer before and did not know that he was Canadian because I just don't expect you guys to be murderers. Oh, yeah. That's just really what it is. <laughs> well, here's yeah. A... I'm... Just remember the Justin Bieber's. Of the oh world. God, we don't we don't acknowledge that being. Was he American before the no. pig farmer? Robert uh, Robert Picton is uh, from uh, British Columbia. But there is an interesting one. Uh, have you guys ever heard of the smiley face killer? Yeah. yeah. The smiley face killer is—it's part killer, part conspiracy. Of possibly multiple killers, and that it's like a gang type of thing, or not. Mm-hmm. Right. Order, I guess, would be the word for it uh, of possible serial killers. But they all have mm-hmm. signs that. But the guy that to a smiley face being somewhere nearby the crime scene. But the guy that they've got pegged for the murders 
uh, Keith Hunter Jesperson is Canadian. Hmm. He was see the underbelly he, again it will never be said on this show ever again <laughs> the underbelly <laughs> well just you really don't think that will no, ever don't. be said again the, the, you mean the under you, or something in episode you, or something will leave canada and it'll be saying you know ironically well, but, but but you were serious but you just said that but you but you, but you just said it again on the on uh, on the uh, you, you just said it again though. <laughs> but you you will never hear you, me. You, you say keep it, on, but I know that you and Chip are going. You to keep say insisting it. on us not on us not. Now we're bringing attention to the phrase, and now it's going to be a thing that's said repeatedly. But it wouldn't have been definitely if we just would have left one hundred percent. allegedly. Let's see, Mikey. Allegedly. She keeps she, 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 she keeps saying that the, that the underbelly of Kelly of, of Canada will never be said again. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. So, from the underbelly of Canada. Uh, <laughs> Chilliwack, British Columbia is where Jesperson's from. <laughs> uh, uh, apparently, she's protesting the use of it now. She's left. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Fuck this is Shark Tank, and I'm out. Next time on We Like to Annoy also, Bo. Also, if we change this podcast or start a Law and Order one, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> my dad was obsessed with that show oh my so, gosh Every so chip day, I, I i i absolutely love chip's idea of the petition to change the name of the uh, of, of the channel to the underbelly of canada it's a great idea to start that petition <laughs> thank you finally mo mo will find where you live and become and add to the list of <laughs> rampage murderers, starting with you. You just gave us a very small circle. You're like three blocks or something from relevant serial killer location. I think I think we have a frozen spit take here. <laughs> I thought it was her sharpening a knife with her teeth. I've been I've been screenshotting every frozen Go. face I can, and they this, are did, that, did that not look like a spit take? <laughs> that looks like rage is boiling inside me that one hey, hey, hey mo just just remember it was all chip's idea i went to just switch over my phone back to the computer and then of course it started freaking out because i can well a chip, a chip. does not take five it's always blame Chip. Well, Chip has started a petition. You don't, you haven't seen it yet, but I, I but I I I I I'm defi- I'm defying Chip's demand to not tell you this. But Chip demanded that I didn't tell you this, but I'm going to tell you anyways because he has he has no power too. over me. I'm just a visitor. <laughs> His petition. This is why he gets you. <laughs> He, he he has started a petition to have the channel's name changed to the underbelly of Canada. I'll do it. I'll go for it. It's fine. 
I'm so easily swayed today. The deep dark underbelly <laughs> of Canada. <laughs> Wait, aren't you an American-based podcast? <laughs> yes. Yes, 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 well, well, well. Yeah, well, but we're recording well, the deep dark underbelly of Canada. <laughs> No, 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 no. I just we are I was just gonna I was just going to point out the United that. States is under Canada. Excuse so me. The dark underbelly we're of Canada. Windsor right now, and so is Mikey. We're currently on top of Canada. Okay. I am above I am right. above Canada, thank you. Oh please. You guys bottom for Canada. We all do. The time. It's true. It's true. Just to point uh, to point out that most uh, that all of Michigan is actually under the majority the of majority. Canada. So just because just because there's this little arrowhead and just yeah, I don't like the rest shale? of the state of Michigan and, though. So <laughs> and just because Michigan was once part of I Canada, know, take us back, fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> please, please. For, for those of you, make America. 1860 again. That's what I always say. 1860. Uh, oh my uh, god, I love it. Michigan, Michigan was part of Canada in the 18 teens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mexico. I'll, I'll, I'll gladly <laughs> let my land go. Whatever. 1837, we became a state. What didn't? Whatever. D- yeah, well, that's well, that's and that's around the time when Michigan and Ohio were fighting over Detroit. We, and Toledo. we really we got did. The Toledo's the hell stick for the record. And now we. <laughs> Welcome back to the deep dark underbelly of Michigan, <laughs> which happens to be mostly under Canada. Oh wait! <laughs> oh my! Oh, oh my God. God! That's the okay. new name of my fans only. No, account. we told you. You're not allowed to have <laughs> I'll be right one. back. You're not allowed to have one of those. I can have one that I'll share with you to sell feed picks. But you need to you Why? need to put that shit. And that's how I get a new computer that doesn't keep ruining my life every time we do a live show. Okay. Well, if you keep writing my character the way you keep writing my character, we're gonna be fine. <laughs> So Ian, uh, there's a little, there's yeah. a little. Is this normal? Is this normal? Yeah. So, in joke. Yes. A little in joke hey. that uh, I write the episodes, but not only do I write and research the episodes, I also have written Chip and Mikey's characters, and that they're not real people, but they're just characters that I've I've given them scripts, which is garbage. It's a garbage theory. I hate them. Uh, one last conspiracy. I, 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 though. I, 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 don't, I don't know, but I completely believe it. This is... You turned so quickly on me. Hold on. Not I, 20... Hold on, wait a second. Wait a second, I was working... You, 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 you realize you're supposed to tell guests when they're supposed to be on your side, right? Uh, I, I didn't, but you tried that. You were like, no. I defer to Mo. She invited me here. Which I felt like is how it was always going to be. Really, I felt really secure. I felt too secure. All right. Last conspiracy. Guys, I love this one. 
very coincidentally, I just watched the show Jericho. There's a conspiracy theory that somebody sent it. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to look at my phone because I remember it very clearly. <laughs> wow. No, I asked them for the name. Thanks, I have whoever. the phone number and I can't say that. And I was like, oh, who should I credit? No answers. So, like, I should just give them their phone number. It was 877 4000. No, it was not that. So, there's a conspiracy theory that the reason that the TV show Jericho got canceled. Did anybody in this chat room besides me watch Jericho? Okay. Don't even Jericho was a dystopian-esque TV show that ran from like 2006 to 2008. Um, it had uh, the dad, Jughead's dad from Riverdale, the hot one that was in Scream. <laughs> Uh, Skeet, oh, okay. Skeet, gotcha. Something following. He was the main character. It took place after a like nuclear attack that was in the small town of Jericho, Kansas. Blah blah blah. There was a lot of like government conspiracy <laughs> elements to it, and it wasn't that long after 9 11. It was kind of anti government in the there's shadow things happening within the government that allowed this to happen and it was domestic terrorism but they were blaming in the show like South Korea and uh, I don't remember what the other country was but anyways they were like blaming other countries and it was like a false flag type of thing and there's a conspiracy theory that the reason that got taken off the Mm. What wasn't because of ratings, because its ratings had slipped a bit but they weren't like horrible and other shows with worse ratings got renewed that it was actually because they felt like Mm -hmm. the climate of it the culture of it which was jericho rises up against the government jericho like it's their right to know all these things that are happening and involving themselves in different government conspiracies it was the wrong kind of cult wanted to basically put out (laughs) into our culture here and have us and so they were like Mm. we don't want them to rise up we don't want them to do this that or the other thing we just want this show to silently go into the night because it's putting ideas in people's heads which we is it the government or the network government went to the network and was basically like you're giving us for this X, Y, and Z right now because you want low taxes on your different different states and you want things from us, but we also want things from you. And one of those things we want from you is to cancel Jericho. I can pretty much uh, put my foot down on this conspiracy Hmm. right this moment. You're going to crush my dreams, aren't you, Ian? Hmm. You're going to crush my dreams. It was the Canadian government that had it canceled. (laughs) No, actually, I I, I personally had it canceled. (laughs) Not (laughs) showing. The truth. It's it's complete load of crock because uh, Jericho was canceled due to low uh, low ratings, and then like what saved Star Trek, what like saved Firefly to a degree, 
what saved a few other TV shows that I can't list off off the top of my head. A fan outcry brought it back for seven more episodes, and, giving it a full run of 29 episodes. And then the writer strike happened. So even if they wanted to yeah. write more episodes, they really weren't in a position to do so. But that's not really what the conspiracy is. The conspiracy is that the reason it was canceled to begin with, because there was other shows that even though their ratings had slipped, they got renewed by the network still instead of Jericho, despite the fact that there were so many fan theories. Also, part of it is that the reason the rating slipped ever to begin with is because they started messing with when the show was going to air. So they took a break in the middle of the season. So they went from like, whatever, September to November. And then they had a big gap until like February and they picked right. it back up. So the like conspiracy is that they were getting heat for the show. And so they, the network itself was like, eh, we don't want people to watch this. Eh, we're going to pull this. But then once so many people like rose up and were like, we love the show. Why did you cancel the show? Why have you been fucking with our show? That they were like, eh, we're going to wrap up the show. So they did those, you know, six or seven episodes because people were pissed. Yeah, but there's been many other TV shows that ha that have had even greater outrage over its cancellation. Firefly, excuse me. I, I uh, Sensei, uh, <coughs> Sensei. <coughs> <coughs> Serenity, Serenity <laughs> fucked itself because if they wouldn't have killed so many characters in Serenity, they totally would have got another movie. Joss Whedon totally would have got another movie. Uh, Joss, uh, Joss Whedon with the recent problems he's been having. Okay, not well, now. Well, 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 but that movie well, well, came well, out in like 2006. Like, when did Serenity come out? He, 2004. By now, they would have had a second movie what is, if he wouldn't have killed everybody like a leaf on the damn What is wind. Serenity? It's Serenity is Serenity, a movie follow-up to Firefly. Oh, Firefly, yeah. Okay, well, you should watch it. Never plus. I have it if you want to watch you, it. You, 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 should, you should leave right now. Go watch it and then come back. <laughs> am I going to I mean, probably, but the movie does do a good wrap-up of it. It's just, I mean, you might not love the ending, but it does a good wrap-up to the series. I mean... Oh, you mean... Oh, so so the I'm same as sure. Witches at East End. Great. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh well and and don't forget the cancellation of space above neon i mean that was ridiculous i've never <laughs> seen that really nope me neither that's it geek card that's for our avatar went to the fora geek uh, cards what card removed <laughs> removed? <laughs> we are getting very off topic geek card? so <laughs> i'm gonna stop recording and <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, most. Well, up I mean, the, the room will still be open. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Before she, before you, uh, you stop the recording. We got one thing to say. Yeah, it's about the uh -oh. deep underbelly of Canada, <laughs> and that's that. You have been no the deep dark. <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought we were trying to make Mo mad, but 